Hi, and welcome to Podcasting 101 with Rachel. This podcast is for busy female entrepreneurs who run their own businesses and want to start a podcast or who may already have a podcast. I want to share practical information and tips on how you can get your podcast started and managing it along the way. I'll also be interviewing other female podcast hosts to give you real insight into what it's like having your own podcast. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode. I have Hilary Saltzman with me, who is a business storyteller from 22 Stories. She describes herself as a writer, podcaster and storyteller. Hi, Hilary. Welcome to the show. Hi, Rachel. Thank you very much for having me. It's lovely to have you here. Um, just a little bit of backstory. Hilary and, Hilary and I met through a mutual friend, Tamsin, um, who has actually been on the podcast was one of my first episodes actually her and Gillian came on for the anti-diet club podcast and she introduced us and then we met at the podcast show in London which was uh, May 23 depending on when you're listening to this um, to this episode so it was really great to meet Hillary in person and get to know a little bit better so do you want to just introduce yourself a bit and tell us a little bit more about what you do and your awesome podcast which is the everyday storyteller podcast Absolutely yes. I, I can't believe that you know that the, we met at the podcast show and here we are. It's great. It's the power of connection, and yeah, that's very much what I'm about. So storytelling is something that um, I really strongly believe in. I have been a storyteller through my career in corporate marketing, and it's yeah, through this belief that stories are what connect us as people. Uh, it's really what drives my business now and the podcast. So my business, 22 Stories, is about supporting mainly small business owners to embrace their own stories, so their own personal story and the stories within their business and use those stories to connect with others. So predominantly in a business environment, that's connecting with their customers. So it might be an audience there as well. So it might be an audience for other podcasters. It might be a social media following, but it's all about connecting to the people that those business owners need to connect to in order to grow their business and succeed and do the things that they want to do. And from that, I've developed the Everyday Storyteller podcast because I recognise that there was a bit of a gap in the market between kind of doing what I do. I mean, I, I offer things like storytelling coaching and you know, I write grand stories and business stories for people. But, you know, there is a gap between what what everybody can afford what resources they have and and actually you know needing to learn this stuff so the podcast was a way of plugging that gap and being able to share my expertise and experience as a storyteller um, and a business owner out to a wider group of people predominantly women really because I think this is an area that you know women sometimes struggle with lack of confidence around telling their stories so it's all about kind of yeah getting the message out there helping people raising confidence giving them the tips and tools to write their own stories and tell their own stories and then the business is yeah they're, they're kind of an extension of each other really it's just the same content but going out to a, a wider audience um 
my background is in corporate marketing, as I said. So I spent 20 odd years, uh, more than that actually, but um, uh, <laughs> working for really large IT and tech businesses. Uh, and now I'll focus very much on all sorts of small businesses, uh, which is far more interesting <laughs> than, than my IT past. <laughs> I love the idea of the Everyday Podcast. You're right in saying that there is a bit of a gap there that that also like similar to you with with my podcast with this one is I'd like to plug that gap in the way that I know that everybody can't afford um, to always outsource or to have that information. So being able to create that to add value to them and help them along their way in by whatever means possible. I think that's um, a really great thing to do as well to to help. And my audience is, you know, mainly female female business owners as well so yeah definitely it's overwhelming sometimes as Mm -hmm. well it's not just the money side of it but it's like you know as business owners we always there's always something new to learn isn't there (laughs) it's always like right this is the latest marketing thing and I think yeah the big kind of aim with my podcast and, and what I do in my business is really to you know get away from the fact that storytelling is something new that people have to have to learn about you know it is something we do all the time you and I met in London you know we 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 chatted we kept we recounted stories we talked about our own experiences we do these things naturally and so it's kind of breaking down those barriers and people not thinking right I have to buy a book in this or I have to go on a course on this I have to put this on my to-do list it's just about helping people recognize that that they're all we're all storytellers and say growing confidence in the voice growing confidence in knowing what to do with your voice and how to turn your voice into stuff which is actually going to as say build an audience and and sell things ultimately yeah I agree with you about confidence that's something I definitely I still struggle with from time to time and definitely when I wanted to start this podcast and when I first started my business that I was um struggling with with you know you come up with that everyone has those well I don't know what well I don't know what to write I don't know what content and when when you don't think about it it does come naturally like you said in our setting when we met you're telling stories but when sometimes when you sit down to think about it in relation to your business suddenly it becomes this big thing that you can't get over and you can't work out what to do that's so your podcast is there yeah so that would help so you've got um daily short episodes that um that you focus on um because you've got here I will share one thing you can do right or thing to help you grow confident in your voice and create the daily habits and mindset you need to be your own everyday storyteller I love that thank you I love those yeah Yeah, it's just you know you know again we can't all afford to spend an hour you know on a podcast as much as you love to I can lose myself in long podcasts but you know really you know if we're trying to teach ourselves to do something new or or which is this as I said is about the confidence piece we just need those little reminders it's kind of you know it's like that someone saying come on you can do it today and here's an idea for you and that's really what the show's about so you know it's yeah each episode that they're creeping up a bit I think the longest is five minutes but they tend to be about two to three minutes each um and it's yeah just something practical and and you know and I lead by example as well so yeah I I try and start each podcast episode with a story of my own just to show how we you know how how we can use it how we can integrate it in um 
some of them are quite silly stories (laughs) because I think that's the thing as well it's about you know it's not always about having to be super serious with everything again like you were just you you know describing absolutely you sit down and you think you've got to work on your business and suddenly that kind of you know corporate business mode comes in you're like right I've got what do people expect me to say and actually you know I think we're the world of business is more relaxed now I mean there's certain industries where it's not but on the whole for small businesses it is more relaxed and I think once you can get into that mindset of actually you know I can be a bit more chatty I can be a bit more like me it then it's easier because otherwise you're kind of pigeonholing yourself into right I've got to yeah I've got to sound like a proper grown-up business (laughs) and actually yeah yeah, we all all do it don't we that was something that I that shift I guess from employee mindset perhaps to 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 business owner and and especially if you haven't really been in the online space at all it's very very different I mean my background prior to starting um, my own business I worked in events but with my dad so it was very informal I didn't have like really a corporate background but when I moved into the online business I was still very unsure of who I was then and what I wanted my business to be so I felt like oh should I have to um, be this certain way or, or that certain way will, will I not look professional quote-unquote professional mm. enough if I say this in a chatty way I mean obviously like you said we know this this is not the case anymore and, and if you're on LinkedIn there are there are plenty of online business owners and everyone who are so comfortable being themselves and having their own way about them that it works really well for them and it's it's trying to find that balance for yourself and I've got to say, I, I, it's quite, I, I do find it quite tricky because some of you, depending on how much you want to share on the platform about um, what kind of stories you want to tell, but I think having those daily prompts, having those little pieces of advice and reminders, sometimes it does just take that little, somebody else saying it and you hearing it to think, actually, yeah, why, why haven't I done it like that? Because I've had that before when I listen to other podcast episodes as well. And I find that really, really helpful. Um, it's kind of maybe constantly or frequently reminding yourself of these things to help you keep on track with your business. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and the, you know, the thing is, I've, I've been in that place as well. You know, I have, I, I didn't, wake up one day and suddenly be able to have this great voice and feel really confident I don't you know I I certainly have my moments of feeling (laughs) feeling uh you know imposter syndrome is definitely something that I feel and it's but it's taken me years to get to this point of of putting myself out there of not wanting to put myself out there of doing it and and cocking up and making a mistake and thinking oh my god I never ever want to go and speak in public again this is like my life is over but it's you know picking yourself up and, and that's part you know I share that side of it on the podcast as well and sometimes I share really quite vulnerable things I've got boundaries and I think you know what you're saying is absolutely right with it there is no right or wrong when it comes to how much of yourself you share it's got to be right for you and it's got to be right for your audience as well we've got to re- remember that you know it you might be someone that's a massive oversharer but you've got to think actually do my audience care about all of that you know sometimes there's too too far to go but uh, you know I I do share you know I've had some really difficult times uh, in business in my personal life in especially with my voice and kind of you know being feeling for years that I didn't have a space to have a voice and 
definitely guilty of adapting my my voice for particular audiences you know working in a very male-centric IT um, industry for for lots of years it's really different and I you know I've ended up feeling really you know I I felt ill I I I suffer from panic attacks and anxiety and it a lot of it is driven in those times in my life where I've ha- I've been basically yeah trying to pretend to be somebody else and the freeing moment of actually saying you know what I'm gonna quit this world and I'm gonna start up my own business and I'm just gonna be me you know I I'm you know so much better for it mm-hmm. and I talk about these things and it's not always easy to share share this information but it's that you know with with storytelling it is about hope hope's a really big word for me in storytelling and you know if i can share a little bit of my story and there's someone else going through similar right now who hears that it's that part of just oh i'm not alone there is a way out of this and then yeah there's there's everyday kind of here's something to think about here's something to try and do and just to gradually pick yourself up gradually you know reinforce some of those things that you probably know storytelling isn't a new thing (laughs) you know I don't want to do myself a a disservice here but it's not rocket science but it's so easy to get lost in the trappings of every day especially as women this kind of yeah you said you know it's the should have could have do I need to do this you know and those things and yeah yeah the show is really just about kind of saying right Forget all that noise. Focus on what you, you know, what your voice is. Focus on your audience. Focus on what they want to hear from you. And here's a little, few little tips on how you do it. It's that, it's that kind of feel rather than it being, right, you've got to now do this and you've got to be completely different in the way that you run your business because that's not what I'm about either. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that it's, it's, yeah, focusing on what works well for you and and being able to, to let, a lot of the other things go and you know staying in your own lane and the comparison game I've spoken about this before and it's something again that that does happen something shiny you come zip and you think oh I've got to do that and oh I get sidetracked but actually I've really tried hard I have waywarded a little bit this year but I, that's one of my main kind of things this year was to really try and kind of sit down and focus on you know for my business and for my podcast what I really wanted and then how to kind of just try and filter out some of the noise because you know like you said it can get too much and then we start doubting ourselves so um it's nice to have something out there that can help recenter you into what's best for you and your business yeah and not compared to anybody else so what made you choose podcasting like like had you had a um past experience with podcasting or did have you just loved podcasting and thought this would be such a great way for me to engage with my audience? Like, what was the thinking behind it? <laughs> it's funny because it was about this time last year, actually, that I started mm-hmm. to think about it. And no, I had no experience of podcasting. And I have to be really honest, I don't really used to listen to podcasts either, <laughs> which is an awful, I do a lot now. I really, I love, you know, I love the whole industry now. But it was just, I, I went to, I was talking at an event for KPMG, the big accountancy firms, not my normal uh, <laughs> audience, but I was invited to go and speak about storytelling. And um, after I had done a couple of presentations, uh, one of the lawyers from KPMG came up and she said, I'm really interested in what you have to say. Do you have a podcast? And I was like, no. I was like, 
and then the brain was whirring and I was like and it it stuck in me for, yeah, for quite a few days a couple of weeks actually and I kept thinking that's interesting that she asked that I've never thought about doing a podcast and there's a few of my customers that do podcasts um a couple of my friends that do podcasts and it just yeah that little seed made me think actually do you know what I love to talk I can't get enough of telling people about storytelling I need more platforms I'm always looking for like places to speak and you know events to go to so podcasting just seemed a really natural kind of place to take it next and because I've been doing this for quite a long time now and Instagram has always been my main channel I've got a he- had a heap of content as well so it's kind of it I wasn't feeling like oh my god I'm going to do a podcast then where do I get the ideas from it's it's all kind of there in the teachings that I've been doing for years and the, the social media content I've been sharing so yeah it was just that okay I can reach more people this way I can reuse a lot of the content a lot of the ideas the things that I know work I can share my experiences I can share the experiences of my clients that I've you know um, taken through that journey already and I just thought it was a bit of fun as well. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just something something new, isn't it? And um, so I, I knew nothing about podcasting. And through a couple of, as I say, a couple of my clients who had podcasts, I met um, this lady called Susie um, from Story Publishing. And she uh, does courses in podcasts. And we did a one-on-one kind of four weeks of, of her just sort of teaching me absolutely everything I need to know about <laughs> podcasting and I think through that I just got more and more excited about it and I think it's when I had that original idea well actually it was Susie that said do do a daily podcast I knew what who, my audience I knew what story I wanted to tell I knew how I wanted to reach I knew that I wanted to do something different I didn't necessarily want to do a guest podcast um I wanted it to be more of this kind of informative, educative piece. And she said, well, have you thought about doing a daily show? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> I was wondering how you work. came up with the idea for a daily, for a daily podcast. Because, <laughs> well, yeah, that's your immediate thought, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Like, hang on a minute. This is commitment. a lot of work. Yeah, but it was just, you know, she, she was listening to everything that I was saying about, and it was about this kind of, you know, we say about these kind of daily habits. I mean, it was habits mm-hmm. and mindset changing. And she was just like, well, yeah, what if you did it daily? And I thought, well, yeah, there isn't many people out there doing that you know in the storytelling world there's very few people doing practical storytelling podcasts there's quite a lot of men in suits in America that do business storytelling <laughs> and there's you know surprise the, yeah surprise <laughs> surprise um and there's quite you know there's there's obviously quite a lot of um good podcasts around confidence issues and things like that but bringing those two together and doing it in a format that people kind of think oh hang on a minute that's quite new I think yeah it was it was it just sort of evolved to that and and it seems to be working so <laughs> how how do you make it like planning wise and 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 um recording how do you kind of fit that in do you do you um, you must batch record um, yeah. a few different ones do you have like a little bit of a system going on for for how you do it yeah definitely so I I batch record I try and batch record a month in advance so I'll do like yeah 20 odd episodes um and it doesn't always work out that way (laughs) having having a flexible producer is great (laughs) 
um, but yeah, it's I've got a bank of content. So as I said, so I've got a Trello board, and it basically I just use that as my repository for ideas. So every time I do a social media post, every time something crops up with a client, I bung it down on my Trello board as an idea. And then I sit down once a month and say, right, what are the episodes? What am I going to talk about this month? It's all there in the Trello board, which is great. So I don't often have to kind of think up new ideas. Um, And then it's, yeah, I I fully script everything. Because I find it makes it easy. Because it's just me, because it's a monologue. I waffle. <laughs> I could li- there's no way that I could like free freehand do a three minute episode. It would be 15 minutes. So a script helps me really make sure that I'm honing in on my audience. It really makes sure that I've got one single message not going off here, there and everywhere. And that kind of commitment to providing one thing for people to think about or do or write is there in the scripting. The other benefit of fully scripting it is that everything is then there. So when I'm doing my show notes, I just lift it out the script. When you're doing social media posts, it's all kind of written for you. So I do find that a little bit of a of a time saver as well. And then, yeah, I just record them in one go if I can, if I'm up to it. Um, and um, and then they're kind of there. And then I, yeah, I just, I schedule them all in advance. So, you know, there is a kind of a couple of days of quite intensive work on it. And then it's, you know, it's all scheduled and done. And you can sort of sit back and get on with client work. Yeah. So do you, for your promotion and your marketing um, with your podcast, so like you said, you, you have the ideas. So you use the podcast episodes in your social media as well. So you're kind of making that your main content piece for the day. Is, is that how you... Yeah, sometimes. So so it, it depends. Sometimes there's different things going on, on on both channels. But I do, on a Monday, I always do uh, a social media um, uh, post that is like what's on the podcast this week so there's always that's always consistent on my Instagram and sometimes on my LinkedIn but mainly on my Instagram um and then yeah it might be that there's a particular theme you know it might be that I don't know Wednesday's episode is about overcoming barriers so I might do an Instagram post about overcoming barriers and it would link to the podcast, but it wouldn't be exactly the podcast. It might be a slightly different take on it. Um, yeah, like uh, using that kind of the subject as the, yeah, as, the as, as, as the content pillar, if you will, yeah, um, to use it. Yeah, and yeah, then you definitely. helps so you. Yeah, it, it just means that you're not. Yeah, otherwise, it's such a. It can be such a slog creating content for multiple yeah. channels. So it's yeah, it's a good kind of way, and then it works. You know, sometimes there's there's stuff that I've done on Instagram that I'll then turn into a podcast episode. Mm. There's you know, and that's the beauty of it because you can turn it into multiple things. So mm. you know, turn it into blogs. Um, I've got a weekly newsletter that goes out on a Friday, which just reminds people what they might have missed that week so again you know to write that newsletter normally takes about five minutes because it's it's all there for the taking it's just bunging it and picking out a theme from one of them and bunging it into a newsletter so it's you know as I say you kind of put that effort in for a couple of days a month and then you've got all of the you know all everything that you need really so yeah yeah. I'm I'm big on that for myself as well and repurposing your using that con the the podcast episode and what you've done there that is you created the content then you just need to you know pull the little threads and 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 uh, break it down into little different types of posts that can work for you or your email marketing like you said 
I think that you'd like to say you don't have to keep coming up with it. You've got the basis of it, the bones of it there for yeah. you to use that then helps you create, makes it much easier to create the rest of the content for your whatever your, you know, your content strategy is. Yeah, definitely. I'm interested to know how you feel um is your podcast so your podcast is an extension of your business how do you feel your podcast has it helped with um increasing your business or getting in front of um, your ideal clients yeah I th- I, it's definitely helped get in front of a wider audience and and many of whom would be my my ideal clients interestingly it is listened to by about it ranges but, but between about 15 and 20 percent men which is really interesting because it is you know I'm very I mean it's not I'm not I have no issue with men listening to it but I am quite overt about it being a podcast for women so but yeah so that's quite interesting to see that so the analytics is interesting um I I don't think has it brought me in business it's hard to know the direct correlation between mm-hmm. the two. I can, I definitely know I'm reaching a wider audience. I'm definitely getting the business out there. Um, I'm definitely getting people coming to me that haven't come through my Instagram channel or my LinkedIn channel, and they mm-hmm. they are coming through the podcast. So I think it's just, I, I think it's one of these things. I've been talking to quite a few people about this. A podcast is not a quick win for business. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree. It's not a quick win. Um, no. <laughs> I've seen people out there say, oh, well, why shouldn't you do do this with your podcast and it can get you this many in a short amount of time? I don't nec- I don't agree really at all with that because it does take time to build an audience and takes time to to reach people um as well I'm just interested because I obviously want my podcast to help be there for for helping my business as well as as well as adding value and helping those people that can't necessarily afford the services Mm. that I offer Mm. um and I would agree with you in that I know there are some people that have come through that have listened to my podcast and I've seen those little uptick in my numbers but I couldn't sit down um you know, and say with a hundred percent certainty. You know, I think that it's, I think that's the same with people's marketing as well that you can have depending on what kind of business that you're doing. I think at the end of the day, you know, it, it is it's yeah, a multi kind of channel approach to marketing is mm-hmm. kind of what's needed because we don't buy, you know, unless we're buying, I don't know water bottles got my water bottle mm-hmm. next to me you know we we don't tend to buy immediately when we see something online mm-hmm. you know when it when especially when you're in business and you're buying another business service you're investing probably your own money in it as a small business owner you know it is you've got to build that trust and that means multiple hits across that customer journey it's not just about oh i i listened to a podcast and now i'm going to buy from you or i saw you yeah. on linkedin and i'm going to buy from you but what it does is it's building that trusted relationship with your audience one it's getting out to people that might not be on the social media channels that you are it's getting your voice out there um you know it's building trust with a new audience for your existing audience it's another way for them to consume what you're putting out there you know it might be the thing that that um kind of converts them into the sale so I had mm-hmm. had somebody recently a new client recently come to me and she had been following me for quite some time and she'd seen me on Instagram for over a year she'd been following me on Instagram she had been listening to the podcast and those things together at the right time of when mm-hmm. she needed to invest in her business were the things that she said right I'm coming to you because I follow you and because I listen to you and because I 
trust basically what mm-hmm. you can do. But you know, that's a, a you know a year at least of her of her following me and then listening to the podcast. So yeah, I think you know things happen. Sometimes you will someone will hear and you know and they will think right actually this, I need this service right now. But I think it's also it's the other networky type things that having a podcast opens up so it's not for Mm -hmm. me it's not just about the people that might consume the services from my business it's about what what other kind of avenues it opens up yeah I'm a real yeah advocate for getting more voices out there and so if I can connect with other podcasters with other storytellers if I can you know collaborate like we're doing here you know having Mm -hmm. these conversations you know if I didn't have the podcast I wouldn't be here wouldn't know you you know (laughs) wouldn't have extended our network and you know the podcast has definitely um given me more opportunities um to meet new people you know being featured in Pod Bible was absolutely wonderful, and that. But you know, that, again, that wasn't a fast stream of business that came through that. But I met other podcasters, and I've been invited onto guest shows. And again, you know, it's it's all these things that are slow process stuff, but it's all part of growing. I believe a really sustainable business, rather than it being a quick, yeah, a quick way to to get loaded yeah I love how you said sustainable because that is just exactly what I was thinking it's like the building blocks you're building up that that trust like you said that you're building your authority letting everyone know your knowledge and I think there's something I mean like a lot of people have said very personal about listening to audio as well and having that being that person in someone's ear um helping them as well and and like you said some people said that helping the podcast helped them make that decision I think that they not it's a way to get people to know you a little bit better because you're speaking you're you're letting them know your knowledge and your ideas and how you are as a person and I think when people are investing online and like you say small business owners this is something that I have when I've invested in in other things for myself for my business I want to know the person I want to know you know look at their content before you invest and it's often you know a substantial investment especially if you're a solo business owner as well so having that is all really important to gain their trust to know that you know they're in good hands when they when they do eventually when it's the right time for them to come to you they're in safe hands with you yeah 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 that safe hands piece that trust Mm -hmm. is really really important yeah and I think it's you know anything where you can share the human side of your business they then get to know you your personality Mm -hmm. I think it's a really good thing and I say podcasting is that really intimate way of doing that and I I think that's a bit that I get really excited about as well that you are just in one person's ear and the, the feedback that I've got from people about kind of you know I think I said to you we met you know my podcast always goes up at half six in the morning and I love seeing by like seven o'clock that I've had a handful of people listen so I and I know it's part of people's morning routines and that makes me really really happy to think that there are people out there that get up and they like have their cup of tea and they're like right I'm gonna get my three or four minutes of storytelling inspiration and get on with my day and that's you know that's just great and it's you know it's, it's all part of my my mission and all kind of the things that that fulfill me it's not always about making money I mean yes you know we do need to do that but it's also you know it is yeah people I want people to see that this is uh you know a real passion of mine and a you know an area which I really believe in helping more women do this and so yeah the podcast is a good way of doing that 
Yeah. I love the idea of it being part of somebody's routine. That's that's wonderful. <laughs> wonderful for you. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing um, about your business and about your podcast. But we've also got a little bonus. So um, Hillary's going to share some tips into storytelling and how you can incorporate that into your podcast. So I'm really pleased that Hillary has offered to share these tips with you. So Hillary, do you want to let us know what those tips would be? Absolutely, yes. And thank you for letting me uh, waffle on for a little bit more about No, it's so interesting. It's absolutely not waffling. No, it's really interesting. I think it'll be really interesting to everybody listening as well, whether they've already got their podcast or starting their podcast and, and yeah, listening definitely. to your passion about your podcasting and storytelling. Well, I, th- I think before I go, very quickly, before I go into the, the tips that I have got five to share, I think the question that is often asked is, you know, why storytelling? Why do we do this? And I've talked a lot about connection and it's important to know and to understand that storytelling is more than just a marketing type thing storytelling has been around since the dawn of time and our brains are literally wired for stories so the way in which we um, detect stories the way in which our brain can determine a story being told to us it's it's amazing and so 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 it isn't just a kind of fluffy marketing thing, as I said. Mm. When we hear stories, it creates chemical reactions in our brains. It creates um, things within the limbic system, which is the, the, the system which gives us gut feel. And it's the thing that drives emotive buying. So when we tell a story and someone hears it and they think, oh, I like that, and they get that nice, warm feeling about that person, it's actually chemical that's doing that and so you know and it's amazing and it's things like cortisol and uh, dopamine to make you feel happy things that um, cortisol is really good for memory so stories are much more memorable than if you're just spouting a load of facts and figures mm-hmm. um, and oxytocin as well which is really an important chemical for empathy so when we talk about trust and building relationships all of this is connected so storytelling really is a powerful tool to have and when you're when you're podcasting or whatever it is you're doing, it is, as I say, that great way to engage your audience. But I think for me, it's when you start telling your own story is where it really happens, where the exciting magic happens. So in terms of doing that, my, my tips that I've got, I think number one is figure out your own story first. Be clear and be honest with yourself about it. You know, we're not, you don't have to have a Hollywood blockbuster story. If you've been anywhere, done anything, (laughs) spoken to anyone, you have a story to tell. If you are a business owner, if you just have a side hustle, you know, one day a week, you have a, a, a reason for doing what you do. So take ownership over your own story, figure that out and, and embrace it with confidence again it doesn't need to you don't need to write some big mission statement type thing Mm -hmm. it's just knowing why you exist what excites you what gets you up in the morning and you know where you've come from where you are now and where you're heading to figure that out in your own kind of head first 
Tip number two, once you've done that, <laughs> is think about your audience. I know it sounds really obvious, but we, we often miss that stage when we're storytelling. Mm. And by thinking about your audience, it's not kind of, you know, yes, the demographics are important. Is it a man? Is it a woman? Are they this age? You know, what are they interested in? But really, to think about it at a deeper level, you know, what do your listeners in in the podcasting world, for example, really care about. It's not just what you think is really interesting or fun to talk about. What do they really care about? What problems are they trying to solve in their lives? And then it's almost like you draw comparisons between what they're looking to achieve and what your story tells. And when you create those kind of crossover links, that's where those it gets really exciting. So it's telling stories about you, which is you know very honest to you, but that fits in with with um, with your audience. And that leads me on to tip number three which is be authentic be you yeah we talked a lot at the beginning we've, we've talked about this one-on-one rate is just you know you don't need to be what you think people want from you just be yourself because that will really build that trust that we were talking about so share genuine stories that reflect not only your experiences, but things that reflect your values as well. You know, the things that are important to you. Talk about challenges that you've that you've faced and encourage your listeners to relate to the journey that you've been on as well. Um, you know, it's sometimes, you know, the best stories come from talking about our failures. And when we, you know, it's that vulnerability piece, but it also gives you that opportunity to say, right, so something epically went wrong here in my life as you know as a business owner I did this and I massively messed up but I've learned from it and in that learning I'm now better placed to help you Mrs Customer or Mr Customer you know so it's all about okay what can we take but always making sure it's relating back to that you know what the customer customer needs um I think Four is really about, and it's kind of, you know, these are all linked together very much, yeah. but it's it's finding that common ground and telling stories that highlight the, the, the sort of the shared experiences because it's almost like it's almost like a big hug. We want to welcome our audiences in and we want to be relatable. It's you know, thinking about I always say it's about like holding a mirror up. If you tell a story and your audience can see themselves reflected in that mirror, you know, it's going to create this lovely kind of familiarity with you. And it really helps break down barriers. So I think this is especially useful when you're first getting into something like podcasting, and maybe people don't know you particularly well, or maybe you've been known for something else. Mm -hmm. Those stories kind of, yeah, it's like, yeah, just, just getting it all out there here this is me type thing brings people in and they naturally will want to kind of find you know find out more when we talk about kind of the themes of stories um very much think about things that are relatable and it could be any topics but there are some sort of themes universal themes you know things like um hope we talked about um compassion resilience those sort of stories any stories that fall into those categories are really human-based stories and so they're really good for getting people kind of you know on board with you and and um you know yeah just give you something to kind of hook into 
Um, avoid listing out loads of facts and figures in your stories. (laughs) (laughs) Facts, and it's funny, facts and figures can be great, but kind of use them to, um, almost to kind of, evidence your story a Mm -hmm. little bit, but don't make them the story. If you've got an amazing piece of research, for example, that's great. But if you want to talk about it to your audience, talk about the kind of why it matters to them first and, mm-hmm. you know, that that side of things. Um, but, yeah, stories are a good way. If you are a very fact and figure type person, stories are a good way of making that a bit more consumable. <laughs> yeah, that's that makes sense because otherwise it's a little bit too... There's no heart behind it there's nothing for them like you say there's nothing for them to relate to to just those types of numbers and and it's it's not it's not memorable Mm. content as well so that again going back to what i was saying about the way the brain works when we hear facts and figures the brain just says that's data so it doesn't do anything it will it will compartmentalize it and be able to understand it in the moment but it doesn't do anything with those chemical reactions take the same information and tell it in a story form, the brain will recognise it as a story and say, Mm. all of those cogs start whirring and it becomes more memorable. The reason that my business is called 22 Stories, by the way, is because stories are 22 times more memorable than facts and figures. Um, oh, so, <laughs> that's fab. That's fab. <laughs> so there you go. And there's an example of how yeah. to use a fact and throw it into a story. <laughs> and then I think finally, my, my big tip would be, you know, you figure out your own story, tell it with confidence and ownership. But you, if you if you are in a position where you have got a platform like a podcast, use that platform not only to share your own stories, but to invite others to tell their story. I mean, look at what we're doing. This is exactly what I'm talking about. You know, it's a really storytelling and getting people to to know more about you isn't just about what you're sharing. It's the guests that you have. It's the stories that you share, the things that you tell people about. And it's just this lovely way to kind of uh, create this sort of aura of what you're about in the way that you share. It's a very generous thing when you share somebody else's story, if you invite them in to tell their story. Um, you know, but it's also things like encouraging your audience to feedback. You know, storytelling mm-hmm. isn't is always a two-way thing so if you do a podcast like mine which is just me rabbiting on I always say you know talk to me audience have you experienced the same thing give them a mechanism to feed back and and reflect on that story and yeah collaborate find other storytellers all of those wonderful things um yeah because it isn't just a one a one-way thing and I think the final thing I'd say I'd probably probably on six now rather than five <laughs> it's just really <laughs> it's just to have fun with it just chill out about it you know it doesn't it is awkward it can feel difficult and that's a lot of that comes from society and what kind of society tells us we should and shouldn't do as as women in business but you know it doesn't need to be the world needs our voices most definitely there is a space for us there are people that you can help just by telling your story on a podcast you are helping people 
Um, but, you know, just do it and be fun. Be genuine. Talk in your voice like you were talking to a friend down the pub. Don't suddenly put on some strange telephone voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and just, you know, you know, use humour. Use, you know, you know, just depending on your audience, of course. But, you know, just, yeah, just have fun, fun with your stories, definitely. That would be my, my big ask. <laughs> That is absolutely brilliant advice. I love how you said about, you know, sharing relatable stories and also sharing your failures as well. And showing, and I think, like you mentioned earlier, it someone else could be listening to that and go, oh, it's not just me. This is what I've been feeling. And I think that is a really important connection in storytelling is making that feeling that you're not alone and that it has happened to you. So if you're able to share your stories in that way as well, I think... Um, that can really help you connect with your audience and like you said having fun having fun with it and trying not to get um, too caught up with how you feel like you should be doing it and just kind of do it with as much of you in there as possible yeah definitely and I, th- I think it is that if you think that you know the the way that I get over the fear is to think about what you said at the beginning then was helping one person you know mm-hmm. if I can just swallow my fear for this one time and tell this story and actually help one person that is going to be in a slightly better position today than they were yesterday then it's you know it's worth those kind of like oh moments and things mm-hmm. like that just knowing that you could be helping someone and so that's yeah. a, a good way to look at it I find absolutely thank you so much for coming on and sharing all your awesome advice and your experience and um, journey with your podcasting um do you want to let people know where they can best find you if they want to find out more about your podcast and more about what you do as a storyteller yeah thank you yeah so um the everyday storyteller podcast is on all of the the main <laughs> podcasting platforms so just search up the everyday storyteller um the, the business is 22 stories so i'm on instagram at 22 stories and me and my website is uh, www.22stories-22-stories.com <laughs> But yeah, Instagram, Instagram is probably the main main place to, to, to find me. If you want to get in touch, just drop drop me a DM and we can have a chat. And I would love to talk to more people. Cool. I will put all the links in the show notes so you can easily find Hillary if you want to get in touch with her. Thank you again, Hillary. It's been lovely chatting with you. I'll catch oh, you soon. It's been my absolute pleasure, Rachel. Thanks for inviting me. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to connect with me or get in touch, then head on over to my website. If you liked the episode, then I'd love it if you could leave me a review in your chosen podcast app. Your feedback is much appreciated. See you next time.